connection. Thank you for this gathering. Thank you, Apostle Ball, for being a willing vessel and saying yes to the word of Yahweh. You've changed our lives. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This is incredible, and this is a moment that transcends words, and I'm not going to try to get up here and speak some sermon. I would never do that. So, but I do want to recognize what's incredible about this day. My wife and I talked uh, briefly this morning, and she said, uh, she said, you know, I was reading in my journal, and today is literally one year from the time that we gathered last year uh, to, to honor and, and, uh, and give thanks for this wonderful ministry. Uh, and, and that's usually the time we gather, right? That's usually when we see all these faces is a little bit different situation. But if you think about it, we come to honor and give thanks in those times of what that ministry has done for us and what Shirley and Apostle Ball have done for us. So today should be no different. This is awesome. This is, in many ways, when, th- when they come in in a few hours and they, and they roll his body in here, there's, a, like I said, a tendency to just feel a finality to that, a completion, a finishing. We've heard, we've heard everybody say he finished, and he finished well, right? right? We used an analogy last week about that we felt lately that we have had the wind in our sails, that we've just been being pushed forward, and it's awesome. And in this moment, in this kind of time of honor and, and, and out of respect, we've, we've kind of dropped those sails for a moment. It's as if we're kind of just stalled. But the truth is, if, if you believe that apostle being rolled in in that body is apostle F. Noah Ball, then you've missed him. Amen. And he is more alive and well today in this place than he has ever been. And I know that for a fact, not just to be all spooky and say something about the cloud of witnesses, but I know by looking in Kevin Keene's eyes, I know by looking in my wife's eyes, Henry's, and Emma, and Chris, and Sandy, and all of you, I can see that, that he has embedded something in us that, that we can never get, that we can never get had he not come and been a willing vessel to say yes. And I believe that today and this week, this weekend, that we are raising those sails and what's hitting those sails is the spirit of Apostle Ball pushing us forward yes. into a greater anointing in a greater time. He has, Yahweh has glorified his name and he will glorify it again. Yes. Apostle Ball set this up to be from generation to generation, from glory to glory. And it's not a finishing. He finished and he finished well, yet he is not finished. Amen. He finished and he finished well, yet he is not finished. Through us, we carry the legacy. Yes. The baton was passed, but it wasn't passed to just the Rock of Bay County. It wasn't passed to me. It was passed to all of us. Every time he spoke a word into your spirit. Yes. Amen? Yes. So we are going to carry on. We've talked lately about the transition from King David to Solomon. And I think it's so applicable to where we are. Because you see, in a moment, when King David was, was, was dying... When he was on his deathbed and, and Solomon was going to, to take over the throne, Solomon's approach was incredible. He came up and he recognized out of a heart of thankfulness, out of a heart of thankfulness, what Yahweh had done for his father. He saw the favor that David obvious, obviously had, right? 
And he even recognized the fact that he wasn't seated on that throne because of himself and being honored himself, but he was seated on that throne because of Yahweh honoring David and that he wouldn't forsake that throne, that there would be another man to sit on that. And so he recognizes all of these things, and then, and then Solomon does something that I think is incredible. After that heart of thankfulness, he asks Yahweh, he says, he says these words, he says, Yahweh, I am just a child. I do not know how to go in or go out, come in or go out. And I read that and I was like, what is this about? Well, David was all about the secret place. You can read about that in Psalms. He was about this time of separating himself. We've read about it here, about the time when he was about to be stoned and the the people that were following him were gonna stone him. And he separated himself and got that bad mamma jamma ephod on and separated himself from, from this situation and he strengthened himself in the Lord because he knew that his current circumstances were no match for what Yahweh had for him. And so Solomon's recognizing this. Solomon's recognizing that, there is, that there, is, there is something that he has to walk in. But get this, it's not because he was a faithful son. It's not because he had even relationship with the man David. Then these people know me. I drink like gallons of water every single second. Thank you. Um, it's, not, it's not because out of, out of faithfulness. Faithfulness does not get us to this next thing. Us being faithful with apostle does not get us to this next thing that Yahweh wants us to do. And we don't honor apostle by trying to wear his shoes. If I hear someone say one more time, you got big shoes to fill, I will lose my mind. That's stupid because my apostle didn't teach me how to walk in his shoes. He taught me how to wear my own shoes and walk in a greater anointing of Christ in me, the hope of glory. Amen? Come on. And that's you too. That's what our apostle taught us. Come on. And so today we have an opportunity, I believe, as a people to honor Apostle F. Nolan Ball. Not by sharing stories like we've done many times, that's great, that's awesome, but by preparing a place of honor. There are things that we are not going to enter into as a people in this next age if we sit here and try to make everything happen the way Apostle F. Nolan Ball did it and read some, go back and read all of his books and try to word word for word do it. If that was the case, then Solomon could have gotten that impartation from his father. Write me a book, David. Let me just read through it and I can lead this people. I'll be good. He recognized that there is something beyond, something that can't be inherited, something that he has to take the responsibility for today. And now I want us to all realize that in this amazing, glorious moment, that there has been a baton pass and there has been a transitioning, but it rests on our shoulders. No matter who you are, no matter what you've, your affiliation with this ecclesia or this church or your opinion on any matter here, you carry that ministry within you. And you are responsible for the legacy of Apostle F. Nolan Ball. Not me, not just this house and this people. Trust me, we're doing it and we're doing it well. This is all of us. Anybody that's been touched by that man. 
Amen? So today we have, we have an opportunity to create an environment out of the heart of worship. That's what we're going to do today. If that makes you feel uncomfortable, if you were hoping that we'd have some kind of sermon or something, you know, prepared, I know you don't because you're Apostle F. Nolan Ball's, you know, <laughs> followers here. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a heart of worship. We're going to come in here, and however that looks to you, if you want to sit down, if you want to close your eyes, if you want to separate yourself, Apostle built this new stage. No steps, as you see, so we have plenty of room up here. Whatever you feel, but I just, I just, I, 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 I feel it in me this morning. I am fired up. I'm not sad. I've had my moments of tears, and there will still be those moments, but understanding that this is exciting, that we are lifting ourselves and moving into another, a greater glory, a greater glory. And to finish this up, you know what Yahweh said to Solomon after he had that heart? He said, there will be no greater that came before you and no one like you after. So, so he's saying about David, and I'm not in any way, any way saying anything about, there is no man like F. Nolan Ball, but Yahweh set this thing up to go from glory to glory, yes. not from this great glory to a lesser glory. This is an ever-increasing kingdom. Yes. And by Holy Ghost, we are moving in it today. So, so set yourselves apart this morning. Let's, let's have a heart of worship and let's create an environment for these next two days of honor and rejoicing to take place. Amen. People come in here with a broken heart and confused and whatever else, but because of the environment that we set today, they are walking, they come in that way, leave differently. Leave with hope. Amen. Amen. I want this, this day, this moment to be a time of reflection and preparing our hearts for this evening and tomorrow. I know our minds are there that we, we understand the, we understand, I guess, mentally the moment and the natural, but this is all about preparing our hearts, preparing our spirits for this evening. This is not just a normal weekend, obviously, but there's more. Apostle gave us so much, and he's giving us so much more, and I, I just see this thing shifting. Things shifting today for us. So I've asked, uh, I've asked Damon to come and uh, to speak over us and send us out this morning. Whatever he has. Amen. How many of you believe that? What we've entered a moment, haven't we? I believe what we do in worship in this building today can set the tone for the encounters that Yahweh has set up for those that are going to come in tonight and then tomorrow. So I want us just to lift our hands, and I want us to lift our voices with our hands and just begin to release that sound, that frequency that prepares an atmosphere. Yahweh, we're asking that people encounter hope when they walk in this door tonight, those that have lost their way, those that are in a prodigal state, those that have allowed bitterness and have been wounded that are going to come back. I'm asking for a fresh encounter. I'm asking for fresh life. I'm asking for grace to come in a great way. For the Spirit of Yeshua, the risen Christ, to be so alive and present in this room that they have no choice but to have an encounter that brings about a transformation. We're asking you for restoration to come, that tonight and tomorrow 
would be a reclamation project and you would begin to take those that have fallen off the path and bring them back into where you've designed them to be. Their pre-designed intention, an encounter with the living God. Come on, let's just lift our voices high in thanksgiving declaration. Come on, are you thankful for this family this morning? Are you thankful for this legacy? I begin to I begin to think back over the last specifically over the last four or five days of everything that Yahweh had to do to ensure that you and I didn't miss our connection to this family tree. Every little turn. Come on. Every little turn in the journey to ensure that we be standing here today with the grace and permission to remain faithful because of the legacy of a man who determined to remain faithful. Apostle Ball was spending some time with him not too long ago, and he was telling a story that I love to hear him tell. I actually liked at the end when he repeated his stories over and over again because I loved every one of them. And I knew we wouldn't have too much longer to listen to those stories. But he told this story that many of us have heard in the room. Some of you have heard it a lot more often than I did about going into that first Pentecostal church. Said he ran out of the door, scared to death, and convinced he'd never settle for anything less. I know that feeling because over 30 years ago, I walked in this door for the first time. Scared to death and convinced I'd never settle for anything less. How many of you are thankful that Nolan Ball never settled for anything less? Come on. Nolan Ball never settled for anything less. As we celebrate his life, I, I just had a, a, several things as Mark was asking me to, to speak that just struck my heart significantly. When Jacob, and I'm not going to preach to you, but I just want to share this piece. So I think it's significant concerning the next 24 hours or so, Donna where people are really going to have some significant encounters with the Lord. When Jacob has his original dream at Bethel, Yahweh gives him a handful of promises, his first dream. This is not the wrestling. This is the initial dream, Bethel. First thing he says is he says, the ground that you are standing on belongs to you. The second thing he says, I'm going to give you what belongs to you. How many of you know there's a difference in having the title to something and having the deed? This may be as important a piece of dirt as there is in the earth. This is not, not, it's not just a building. It's a launching pad. It's touched the nations of the world. He says, the ground that you're on belongs to you. Number two, the ground your own that belongs to you, I'll give to you what belongs to you. Number three, your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. Number four, your family will spread out in all directions, north, south, east, and west. Isn't that interesting? And number five, from this one family, I'll bless every other family in the earth. When Yahweh dreams, he dreams about territories and generations. Represented in this room are territories and generations. 
You have been sent out with the, the assignment, the permission, the provision, the grace to go raise up something that is to expand the borders of the dominion of Yahweh's kingdom and to establish a generational legacy that will go on and on and on and on from generation to generation. So I just want to send you out today. Bless you. Thank you, Mark, for giving me the opportunity to do this. How many of you believe there is still a great destiny ahead for the Rock Bay County as we move forward into all Yahweh has? Amen. Amen. Come on, would you rejoice that the best is yet to come? Come on. The best is yet to come. Amen. Just stretch your hands high one more time. Father, I bless the people of this house. And I bless the people that have been of this great man. And will continue to carry that legacy forward from generation to generation. I prophetically rejoice in advance over the territories that are yet to be conquered by the next generation of sons and their sons that are going to be sent into the earth. I thank you for this piece of dirt, what it represents. I thank you for Apostle Nolan and Shirley Ball, and I declare that they will be able to know throughout all of eternity that every price that was paid was more than worth it because of the greatness of what's unfolding in the earth today. We say over this house and over these sons and daughters, from glory to glory to glory to glory, in the name of Almighty Yahweh, can everybody say amen to that? Amen. We love you. We bless you. We'll see you back about 5 o'clock tonight.